Chapter 13, PR and Media Syndication. While publishing your own content is essential to building and owning your following and mailing list, it can take time. In the interim, appearing on other people's channels can help people find you faster. This is especially true if these channels have large audiences that overlap with your target audience. In fact, most Instagram influencers credit collaborations or collabs for helping them fast track their following. Over the past decade, I've used numerous techniques to appear in publications such as the Wall Street Journal, HBR, Vogue, Forbes, The Atlantic, The Australian Financial Review, and countless others. I've got a link to a running list on the text version of this audiobook at sonicboom.vc. So what can you do to build your own list of media appearances, grow your profile, and drive traffic to your own content? One, you can guest on podcasts. Appearing on relevant podcasts that your audience is listening to, those on technical demands and sectors, startups, or venture, is a surefire way to get noticed by your audience. But don't get it twisted. Not all podcasts are created equal. In fact, 50% of podcasts don't get more than 123 downloads an episode within 30 days of publication. Heed the 80-20 rule and seek out podcasts that are most bang for your buck and your time. So how do you know if a show has a large audience or not? Well, you don't. Comprehensive and reliable podcast stats aren't publicly available, but you can infer such things from one, the number of episodes they've published. If they're not getting many downloads, they're unlikely to continue past 100 episodes or even 10 episodes in some cases. Two, the number of reviews they've got on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Three, any chart entries or their chart history, um, which you can find at chartable.com and at podcharts.co, and for the quality of past guests. Now, once you've identified your target podcasts, have a look at their past guests and see if you know anyone. If you do, ask for an introduction to the host or the producer. Warm intros are always best. If you don't know anyone, then reach out using the same kind of cold pitch email or LinkedIn message you'd encourage a founder to use. Keep it short and compelling and you communicate the angle and value that you can bring to the table, stressing that you'll actively promote the episode to your audience, which you should after all. If you've made the past appearances on other notable podcasts, conferences, or media outlets, mention those and provide links. Here's an example. Hi, Steve. Great episode with Bill Gurley on regulatory capture. I'm the founder of XFund, a $100 million fund that is invested in A, B, and C company. We just published a playbook to help founders navigate reg capture. Here's a link. Would love to unpack its key ideas on your show if you think it will be valuable to your audience. I've previously appeared on XYZ podcast and would share the episode with our combined online audience and mailing list of X people. All my best. Alternatively, our team at Sonic Boom can help manage this entire process for you, including prepping you to be podcast ready if you've not got much experience behind the mic. Two, you can try guest posting. Guest posting is as old as the internet, but can still be useful, if for nothing other than backlinks and SEO juice. You see, when we read an article, we typically skim it and move on. We rarely check who the author is and then seek them out online. Of course, this is less true for podcasts. Having said that, if you leverage links in your content, it can drive audiences to your website, much in the same way that Craigslist did for Airbnb in the latter's formative years. If you don't know that story, we've got a link to it in the text version of this audiobook. As with podcasts, reach out to target publication owners, be it on Medium, Substack, WordPress, 
or specific website hosted blogs and pitch an idea or a hot take on an existing piece of content they've published. Number three, press releases. Traditionally, press releases and media releases have been used to get into target media. You can hire a PR agency with relationships to do this, build your own relationships with journos, pitch cold or leverage platforms like PR Newswire to distribute press releases on your behalf. Of course, the media gets inundated with releases each and every day. So unless yours is truly compelling, it's likely to be overlooked or only get picked up by poor quality publications with tiny audiences. Some best practices to follow. Clear and concise headline, informative subheadline, dateline, strong lead paragraph, again channeling Scott Adams, an objective tone, not a salesy tone, an inverted pyramid structure, which organizes your content in descending order of importance, quotes from relevant stakeholders, such as company executives or experts, facts and data, make sure you, you include some statistics, data, or research to support your claims, boilerplate, provide a short company or organization description at the end of the release for context, contact information, make sure you include that contact information if you actually want to get invited to contribute to say an article, use the associated press style. So adhere to standard press release formatting and style guidelines like AP style, which you can Google for uh, further information, localize where necessary. So if your news has local relevance, consider creating localized versions. And finally, news hijacking, provide fresh perspectives on trending news stories as one might've done during the days of the Silicon Valley bank crisis in early 2023. Now we've got an example of a press release in the text version of this audiobook at sonicboom.vc. Simply click on guide in the menu and find your way down to the bonus chapter on PR and media syndication. Number four, build relationships with journalists. The likelihood that your press release will get picked up increases by an order of magnitude if you have a pre-existing relationship with a journo. How might you go about building that relationship? Well, one, you want to identify journos who cover your industry or area of expertise. Two, you want to send out personalized pitches, mention specific articles they've written that align with your pitch to show you've done your homework. You want to engage them on social media, comment on their posts, follow them, share their stuff, um, provide fresh perspectives. Perhaps over time, they'll follow you. You can reach out, you can DM, you can build that relationship. Uh, attend industry events, of course, participating in conferences, seminars, and networking events is a good way to connect with journos in person and exchange contact information. Maintain relationships. Don't just reach out. Don't just DM once. Don't just comment once on their uh, social media post. Stay in touch, even if you don't have anything to pitch. Um, building lists on Twitter of journalists that you check in with perhaps once a week and perhaps just spend 30 minutes commenting is a good way to keep those relationships warm and exclusive content. So you wanna offer exclusive content. You know, providing journalists with exclusive news can help them stand out from the pack and it's something they essentially crave. Um, and effectively, it's gonna make your pitch a lot more attractive and newsworthy. Number five, Harrow. Platforms like Harrow, short for help a reporter out, are worth monitoring as they're full of journalists looking for quotes from experts across myriad topics. You can sign up to alerts for specific topics and jump on any opportunity to be referenced and linked to in reputable publications. If you're in Australia, 
source bottle is a solid equivalent. And finally, number six, media syndication. This is essentially the darker arts of PR and media, taking an indirect route to getting you into more popular media publications. Syndication essentially is all about getting your pitch into small publications and subsequently pitching it up the chain to larger ones. It's an art as old as the media itself. You might not be able to go straight to the New York Times, but journalists here scan small publications for stories worth amplifying, and those underneath them do the same. If you can successfully get published by smaller publications, you might get a colleague to bring the article to the attention of a journalist at a larger publication with something to the effect of sharing this as it might be relevant given you've previously covered X. Now, there are no guarantees, but seeing a story trend well in a smaller publication that hasn't been picked up by a large competitor yet will hold more weight than a nameless, faceless press release from someone the journalist doesn't already know.